This is the Small Church Media Podcast with Mark Hyde. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Small Church Media Podcast. Last week, we had a tremendous conversation. (laughs) Well, okay, your boy had a tremendous conversation, and I hope you guys enjoyed it as well, talking about your one media goal for 2022. And if you remember, your one media goal for 2022 is this humanize your church online because people connect with people. People don't connect with products. We talked about Apple and Starbucks and Wendy's and how these companies have worked so, so hard not to just sell the product, but more so connect relationally with people, with their advertisements. And in the exact same way, you as a church need to humanize your church online when it came to social media, when it came to your website, and when it comes to your emails. And today we're going to take that conversation and, uh, well, we're going to take it up a notch. All right. We're going to take it one more step. And because humanizing your brand simply means putting a human, putting a face to your content. And I know for a lot of small churches, the area of photography is kind of a scary area to step into and talk about what types of photos your church needs. And do you hire a photographer? Do you pay hundreds of people? How do you worry about copyright issues in terms of using certain people's faces online without their permission and all that sort of stuff? And today we're going to talk about that a little bit. And the best part of today's conversation is all of this can be done with Without A, overstepping people's privacy, B, it can all be done for free using your smartphone, and C, it can all be done over the course of one service, or one weekend, rather. And so today, we're going to talk about the six... I had to count it out loud. You heard me count out loud, didn't you? That was... Kind of embarrassing. We're going to talk about the six different types of photos that your church needs. And you can use these across all your platforms, whether that be social media or your website, or what you need to make sure you also do is your Google My Business. But before we do, really quick, a couple housekeeping things. If you are new to the podcast, I just want to say welcome. And if you found me because of the church management software, I would love for you to let me know if that's the way you found me. You can go over to smallchurch.media, fill out that contact form now just to connect with me. And if you have been here for a while, that invitation is open to you too. I also want to be able to meet every single person that listens to this show. And if you are listening using Apple Podcasts, I would love it for you to leave me a rating and review. And if you're on Spotify, you can't leave a review, but you sure can leave a rating. So please, please, please do that as well. Let's get back to the conversation. So the six different types of photos that your church needs are... A, a photo of your pastor preaching, okay? So the first photo that your church needs is a photo of your pastor preaching. Now, why? Because we talked about this last episode, episode before that, and the episode before that. If you don't know your why, you're gonna be wasting your time. So why do you need a photo of your pastor preaching? Well, I don't think I need to explain this one to you in all honesty, people want to know who the pastor is and also not just who the pastor is, but what type of style does your pastor um, emulate, take on, whatever word you want to use there, what type of preaching style or teaching style suits your pastor. While your pastor's preaching and you take a simple picture of him and put it on your website, people can 
instantly understand a whole lot about your church. Is there a pulpit? Is there a music stand? Or is there a table? Is there a TV right next to them? Or is there nothing? That tells a lot. Is your pastor wearing, you know, literally some shorts, a t-shirt, and some flip-flops? Is your pastor wearing a suit and dressed to the nines? Is he somewhere in the middle? Is he wearing a hoodie? Is he wearing a flat bill? All these different things tell so many different things instantly about your church and how people can expect to be able to be received and what they can expect when they walk into the building. You know, Albert Einstein once said, one picture is worth a thousand words. And I believe this is true, most importantly, about taking a picture of your pastor preaching is the fact of literally a thousand words could be read and understood about that picture from that one photo of your pastor preaching. Now, I know this is something that you might be thinking as a small church. You might be thinking, Mark, okay, check this out. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't want anybody distracted by someone taking a photo of me preaching. And let's be honest, I don't want to be distracted of having someone take a photo of me, especially if they're using an iPhone. Because an iPhone, you don't want to zoom in. You want to get that shot nice and close without zoom. So what do you do? Here's a quick tip, all right? At least this is more of a tip that works if you maybe do a sound check before your church service. At my church, every single week, we always do a sound check with our pastor just to make sure that levels are good. Because for some reason, even though no one touches a thing in the sound booth, it can still go completely bonkers on a Sunday. You know that, I know that, everybody knows that. So we always do a sound check with our pastor. If you as a pastor are the pastor and you do sound check, use that time to actually quote unquote practice your sermon, do the hand gestures, do the motions you normally do, actually do a part of your message and just have someone take pictures of you while you are legitimately doing your sound check. If you don't do a sound check, I encourage you, I mean, maybe, hey, yeah, you should, but just walk in a little earlier than normal with either your teenager or someone else's teen or hey if you really want you could literally take a tripod with a camera or a phone with a clicker and take pictures of yourself preaching I don't know but long story short you need to get pictures of your pastor preaching or if you are the pastor you need to get pictures of yourself preaching let's keep moving though the second type of photo that your church needs is photos of your worship team why do you need photos of your worship team? Well, in the exact same way that that one picture tells everything that a visitor needs to know about your church based on what they see how the pastor's preaching, the same could be said about your worship team as well. Case in point, I've been having a lot of conversations with one of you listeners out there, and on the website, it didn't really have a lot of pictures of the church, and the pastor reached out to me and said, hey, Mark, we put a picture of our worship service on the homepage of the website right there at the front. Go check it out. And instantly, I had a completely different mindset of this church. Reason why, before when you look at the church, you look at the location and the style and maybe some of the other things on the website, you're like, okay, are they more of a traditional church with a piano? Are they more of, okay, we just have like an acoustic guitar and like a cajon drum, you know, that little box drum? No, 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 no. This church had a live drum set, ledger guitar player, bass player, couple acoustics, and multiple vocalists. And all of a sudden I went, whoa, <laughs> this is a rural church with a modern worship team that actually potentially sounds super, super, super good. So for you as a church, if you do not have any photos of your worship team anywhere on social media or your website, people might not know exactly what style of church they are stepping into. And if you want a tip to make sure you get a good photo of your worship team, one is to during worship service from the very far back of the sanctuary, just take a picture of your worship team. That's that's one way to do it. But the other way is during rehearsal, 
Prep your worship team to lead worship as if they are actually doing it on a typical, uh, typical during the typical worship service, which let's be honest, they should be doing it with the exact same passion and heartbeat anyways, because we're playing a worship for Jesus, not just for show. But while they are actually warming up and doing going through their worship set, walk around with your phone and take photos of your main worship leader with his instrument or her instrument and other little components of the worship team from a whole bunch of different angles. So, so far, we've already already gone through two different types of photos that you need, and you can get these before a church service even starts with photos of your pastor and photos of your worship team. The third type of photo that your church needs, which we've already alluded to, is photos of your sanctuary when people are inside of it. Why do you need photos of your sanctuary when people are inside of it, not just when it's empty? It's because it shows the environment that people will be worshiping in. It shows your people off. It shows the culture. It shows, okay, is it a full church? Is it an empty church? Which, I mean, that's something we can talk about at a later day. But at the same time, it shows what the vibe of the worship service is going to be. Because remember, when someone first comes to your website, they're most likely not a church person who's already been to your church. They are a visitor trying to know about your church and should I walk in? into this church. And if you take a picture of your sanctuary, when people are actually inside your sanctuary, it instantly lets them know, again, so much about your church and you haven't even spoken a word to them yet. And here's a good tip, and this is my favorite photo that I have ever taken of our church of the sanctuary, and it was with my iPhone. It wasn't a professional photographer. Now, it did not encapsulate the emotions of the people's faces or a nice close-up or the nice color or anything like that, but from one corner of our sanctuary, while our pastor was preaching, we had a full service. It was a Christmas Eve service, or no, not Christmas Eve, I'm sorry. It was the uh, Sunday before Christmas, so we still had our Christmas worship set up. I just took a really quick photo of our pastor actually teaching, and he just happened to not be at the stage, but he took one step down off the pulpit, and it instantly showed people who visit our website of, yes, we are a church. We're probably a little bit more full than what you realize. You see different types of people all over the place. You see someone wearing a hoodie. You see someone dressed up a little bit more. You see our pastor. He wears a blazer every single Sunday, but it's a lot more of an intimate photo because you can see just how close the pastor is having that conversation with those in the congregation. So, So far, we've only talked about three different types of photo your church needs, and if you can get at least these three, I would say at least these three, you are already on your way to, you know, not just having good pictures for your website or social media, but humanizing your church already. So let's go through these last three, because remember, we have six, the last three types of photo your church needs. We're going to go through these quickly and wrap this show up so it's not as long as what we normally have been going lately. The first one is photos of your children's or your student ministry spaces, because parents have questions. Are they clean? Are they updated? Are they modern? Are they safe? Or are they dangerous? Are they dirty? Are they old? Is there chip paint everywhere? Do you guys still put kids away in naps in what looks like stacked prison cells? Or do you have pack and plays? Is there a nursing mother's room for my student? Are they going to be in a clean environment that they're going to want to be in? Or does the room like, like look like it's a blast from the past from the late 90s, early thousands? Parents have questions about what they're going to do with what you're going to do with their child or their teen. And if you are not taking away their children, because that's not right, but if they are entrusting you with their child or their teenager, they want to know where are these people going? Is it safe? 
And is it clean? Now, if you obviously there are some churches that do this, and I think this is a wise move to make where you take a picture of every single room in your church so that way you can have a quote unquote quick tour on your website of the various children ministry rooms that you have. But another really good tip is to have a nursery or a children's worker playing with one of the children with the toys, and you take a quick picture of that right there to show parents that your workers care and your actual ministry matters and that they can trust you with their kids. Now, another one that you can do is a photos of your greeters at the door, because let's be honest, if a visitor's walking into your church, the first people they're gonna meet are the greeters at the door. So this will show them maybe not just what it's gonna be like, but also who will be greeting them at the door. And here's a quick tip to get a good picture of photos of greeters at your door. Yes, you should just get a picture of greeters there smiling at the door, that's a great one. But a fun little tip, you might wanna stage this a little bit so you're not just looking like you're stalking the family walking in into the church building, which would be really funny. But follow a family up to the door and take pictures as they are walking in from different angles because this allows someone who sees this photo to step into the shoes of the other family that's walking into the church that they're greeted. And maybe this will help maybe tear down a couple walls for them not to feel so awkward when they're walking up to the doors because they've already seen exactly what it looks like for someone else. So it will look like that for them as well. The last type of photo that your church needs is photos of your people mingling inside your lobby. This is an easy way for someone to get a look into the church building so that way people can easily see where things are. Because a lot of times we want to get pictures of people's faces up close and personal chatting and talking. And yes, we want to do that. But again, if we don't want to encroach on people and we just want to, again, one Sunday, we're doing this. Just take photos of our church. Back up to one of the corners of your lobby, stand on a chair, grab your phone and just start snapping a lot of pictures. Eventually, you're going to get noticed. So you got to do it very quickly without a lot of people realizing it. But the nice thing is, is if you can get photos of your lobby, people can see instantly, okay, what does it look like? Is there a children just there? Oh, cool, there's bathrooms over here. Oh, wait, they have a coffee bar right there? Okay, cool, 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 cool. And they're starting to understand what it's going to be like when they walk into your church. Because when people first walk into the church, they're gonna hit the parking lot. They're gonna walk through the building and greet the greeters. They're gonna have to walk into your space, your lobby, so they kind of already know what it looks like, what it feels like, how people interact inside your lobby. They need to drop off their kids or their students, however your church does it, to their specific location. And then they're going to have to step inside your sanctuary and worship with your ministry team and then listen to your pastor preach. And if you can get these photos, even if you only get one good photo of each of these six types of photos, you've already ushered your website visitor, your social media visitor through the exact, exact steps that they are going to take when they walk into your church on their very first Sunday. Again, the goal is to humanize your church in 2022. And the best way to do this is with, wow, I just had a little bit of a lisp there. The best way to do this is with pictures. Because again, if you do these six different types, photos of your pastor preaching, worship team, sanctuary, when the people are inside of it, photos of your children ministry spaces slash student ministry spaces, photos of your greeters at the door, and photos of people mingling inside your lobby. Even without using words, you've already helped people be comfortable walking into your building and knowing what to expect. 
So that's it. So I hope you take these six types of photos and these tips and actually do something about it. Talk with somebody, talk with a teenager, maybe even you as the pastor. Let's be honest, you as the pastor can get photos of four of these different types of photos just even though you're about to walk up on stage and preach. But either way, if you can take these next steps and get these six types of photos, I can guarantee you, you are going to be well on your way to reaching your ministry goal in 2022, again, of humanizing your brand. I hope you guys have been enjoying this podcast. Again, like I've said before, I would love it if you leave a rating, leave a review, leave a comment, reach out to me on any of my social media channels. The easiest place is Facebook at Mark Hyde Creative. It's always Mark with the C or Instagram at T Mark Hyde or at our website, smallchurch.media. It's been fun hanging out with you guys again this week. If you have any questions for the show, feel free to ask them because I would love to continue the conversation and answer questions that you guys have all about small church media and how to do it well with your church. So until next time, take it easy. The Small Church Media Podcast is a part of Mark Hyde Creative.